Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Book Club. End of the year. I, can you boom. believe it? Can I can't. Here we are. I know. Last book club of the year. One full year. One full clubs. year for us. This is huge. I'm so excited about it, actually. I think this is episode 39. Uh, no. Let me try again. Episode 89 for us. What? Is that right? I'm looking it up because this is episode 84. 84? Which is incredible. I make up numbers sometimes, people. That was really close. Yeah, thank you. Actually. (laughs) I went from 39 to 89, the real number, 84. It was in the 80s. (laughs) There you go. You deserve some. Um, That I wouldn't have even known. I love doing this. Thank you for listening so so that it gives us somewhat of an excuse to keep going because we know there's listeners out there because I just love it. At this point today, um, over 8,700 downloads. Awesome. What? Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you for listening to us. I know. We are so grateful. We love to do this. It's It's such like our little bright spot of the week, at least for me. Absolutely. It honestly is therapy. It It really is. Talk to me about books. It just. The a dopamine reason to rush. read. Yeah. I love it. I get excited about the things mm-hmm. I'm reading. Me too. I love it. Today, we are talking about Under the Whispering Door in depth. Spoiler alert. Yes. Not that we're starting yet. but No. Here's your spoiler alert, though. It's coming. We're going to talk all about it. All the things. All the things. So. Be aware. Yes. But first, let's announce our January 2022 book club pick. First book of the new year. Here we go. Another year. We're going to start out strong. Jody Pickle's new book, Wish You Were Here. Another new book by a favorite author. I think this makes like three or four this year of our favorite authors that have come out with a new book. It really has been like been an year. amazing year for our authors. Yes. Like, thank you. Yes. Thank you for writing for us to read. Like, yes. it's, it's amazing. A little bit of... Facts about Wish You Were Here. Okay. Let's 4.17 rating on Goodreads with 12,000 ratings so far. Awesome. Amazing. And it really just came out. Barely. November it, 30th. Yes. Like we're talking so a month old, uh, not even yet. Not even yet a month old, but yeah. So excited about it. Um, I'm going to, I'll read the synopsis. Perfect. Okay. From the number one New York Times bestselling author, comes a deeply moving novel about the resilience of the human spirit in a moment of crisis. Diana O'Toole is perfectly on track. She will be married by 30, done having kids by 35, and move out to the New York City suburbs, all while climbing the professional ladder in the cutthroat art auction world. She's not engaged just yet, but she knows her boyfriend, Finn, a surgical resident, is about to propose on their romantic getaway to the Galapagos. Days before their 30th birthday. Right on time. But then a virus that felt worlds away has appeared in the city. And on the eve of their departure, Finn breaks the news. It's all hands on deck at the hospital. He has to stay behind. You should still go, he assures her, since it would be a shame for all of their non-refundable trip to go to waste. And so reluctantly, she goes. Almost immediately, Diana's dream vacation goes awry. 
The whole island is now under quarantine, and she is stranded until the borders reopen. Completely isolated, she must venture beyond her comfort zone. Slowly, she carves out a connection with a local family when a teenager with a secret opens up to Diana. Despite her father's suspicion of outsiders, Diana finds herself examining her relationships, her choices, and herself, and wondering if when she goes home, she too will have evolved into someone completely different. So timely. Super timely. And, like, these are stories we're hearing. And I'm loving these books that are um, coming out of the pandemic Mm -hmm. that are so relatable to what we've been living. Right. There was a point where I was like, I don't want to read about. I don't want to hear another Because I'm living it. And it's too painful. Yeah. But it's been fun, I think, as we've evolved and life is becoming our new normal. And livable and more normal. He's reading these books of the experiences or the and the what ifs and the are right fun. and yeah. I'm I think I'm finally to a place where I can be like oh well at least I wasn't stranded <laughs> on an island where before it, it was like no worse. it was just really bad here yeah. right and so yeah. no I'm sorry it was bad for you but it was really bad for me yeah right exactly. so like I could not have any empathy for someone Somebody else's else. experience. But now I can feel like, no, I survived that and it was hard. But look at that. That was hard for them, too. Yeah. And I'm actually very interested to see what she learns of herself. Yes. In this crazy situation. I agree. The takeaway. And Jodie Pickle. Like, there's something that I, you know, about Jodie Pickle. There is always a twist. Mm -hmm. There is always a deep rooted twist where I question my own beliefs. Absolutely. Yes. And... With her, like there, there is just something. It stays with you. These, it shows you an alternate side, and makes you think always what they seem. Oh, I can see from their point of view something I would have never been like. Yeah, I. Anyway, she just you see other people's point of views. Yeah, she'll take things that seem like unimaginable uh-huh. like someone who does something that's unimaginable and right. you just think i would never and put you in those shoes yeah and you think oh now i can maybe see why or how they yeah. got there or exactly i know, would never isn't always the truth like right. you can see there's just more empathy yeah. more understanding yes anyway yeah i'm excited i don't for know that what one. the twist is for this one no and we will find out i'm excited because i've actually had this one on my library holds list for a long time and I am now two weeks out. Yeah. So I'm gonna get this one. Boom, boom. Just in time. I'm from excited. The library. Yeah. Very good. Super. Get it on excited. your holds now so you can join us. Yeah. The end of January. End of January. But now, end of December. Here we go. Under the whispering door. Under the whispering door. First of all, let's talk about cover. I love cover art. I think it is so, it's unique. It's, it's very so, much on par with his books yeah. thus far. Cartoonish, mm-hmm. color, Lots of unique, color. It's fun. whimsical. I'd say that's the word, whimsical. I agree. A whimsical. And what I loved about it is this book takes place in literally one place for most of it, in the tea shop. Yes. And I had a visual, you put that on the cover, I now have an exact visual of what this tea shop looks Which like. Which is crazy. Like if it you is haven't a crazy seen the looking cover, tea go shop. look it up. There's it's a it's like four houses stacked on top yeah, of each they're other. They're totally very wonky. gnome like is yeah. what my thought on it. Yes. Is like if you were gonna build a fairy village, 
out in your garden, this is kind of the house you would build. Right. Like, and I kind of thought, like, addition, addition. Oh, we need another, we need this now. So then they build a house above on top. Yes, yes. Like, instead of going out, they go up. Yes. In crazy. Super funny. Teeter-tottering ways. Yes. Yeah. How does it not fall down? And they reference that, like, the health inspector that comes comes, and is concerned about this building. I liked the health inspector. Okay, so right out of the gate with this book. Love it. The greatest opening. Like, it caught me right from the beginning. This guy is such a jerk. Wallace. Wallace is our main character. Wallace is our main character. Starts out with an employee review. Right? Or letting somebody go. Well, you just hear him talking to this employee, and she's just gushing about all of the problems in her life and how hard things are. And how grateful she is for him being so understanding. And just giving her a minute to vent and to care about her. The immediate, like, it was so well written. I was right there watching it happen. I can see, actually, in this movie, I can see this movie. This book. This book. I can it see could, the movie. It could, it be, could a movie. be a very good, funny, absolutely, movie. or even like a series. Like, yeah, it's just one of the and that moment in particular. Like, it nothing. I don't know that they could have found a better way to paint him as such a awful person. Awful person. Yeah. Like he just was super inconsiderate. Like she's been working for them for years and never has had any yeah. problems. Never made a mistake. There's clearly a lot on her plate in her personal life at this current time and. She yes. filed something a little late. Like, well, only he says, but she's while. like, no, I didn't. He didn't even, who knows what the real story was there. Yeah, there was a little bit of back and forth. Like, well, and right. even if she's like, even if I did, I've never made a mistake before, right? Like, yeah. Like, I don't think I did, but if I did, it's, it's, it's unlike a, me. It's out of character. There, yeah. And this he was like, well, never, and you'll never do it. He's like, well, now you'll never do it again. Good day. See you They'll later. They'll escort you're fired. you out. Yeah. Oh, and Can then she brings imagine? up, but what about my daughter's scholarship? And he's like, oh, I'll that have HR revoked. take care of that too. Like, not even a. We'll, we'll oh, continue that. Yeah. yeah. No. No severance package. No. Nope. Nothing. Out. You're just done. Oh, I'm sorry. Your son's getting married. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Your husband's without a job, right? Wasn't yep. it something like mm-hmm. he's been looking for something and. Nope. All the things. Nope. That's crazy. You're a jerk. He's a jerk. He is a so total jerk. So we open up act one. He's a jerk. And you dislike him. <laughs> yeah, like, very much Like there isn't much, so. much. I can't think of anything no I liked quality. about him. Nope. Nope. So that, it caught me from the first. This is a very easy listen. Easy read. Mm-hmm. I will Definitely. say... If you're listening to it on an audiobook, mm-hmm. pump that speed up. Oh, yes. It's quite slow. It is the slowest book I think I've ever listened to. It's super Like, I don't know how he read that so slowly. It It kind of, yeah. So Unnecessary. Slow. Speed it up. Yeah. So speed this one it's up. It's not a tricky book that's hard no. to understand. Like, no. you'll follow it just fine. It's an easy listen. Yeah. So speed that up because it was tip. way too slow. Yeah. Good tip. Yeah. Um. Wallace, once he dies, right? So uh-huh. he has a heart attack. Yep. He is in pajamas and slippers, right? Yeah, like a t-shirt. A and t-shirt. Yeah, shorter. Just not his pants. usual not power his... suit that yes. he would have preferred. It's a Sunday. Yeah. He's gone into the office to work because what else does he do? 
Right. He has no life outside of work. They say he's in an ACDC t-shirt, which is so uncharacteristic for how they portray him as, like, even to go in on a Sunday, I can't imagine he'd go into work in a t-shirt. That's not... Never. That's not his... I'm surprised. There were a couple of things about, like, his character that I felt like didn't always... Always align. align. Like, you lost a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of them, like the fact that he was in that outfit. I think he would even dress sharp, even if it's casual wear, it would be sharp, casual wear. Sharp, casual wear. Right. Yeah. Like, this is not someone I ever envision in jeans. Right. I don't think that he ever even wears slippers. Like, he probably has comfortable loafers. Yeah. But not an actual slipper. Yeah. I don't see that either. So that kind of was like. I know that it was meant to make him uncomfortable, right? Like, because he was found in such an undesirable way. And then he's stuck in those clothes because that's how he died. So even as a ghost, he's in the clothes that he died in. And that's, you know, kind of humanizes him. He's not able to be, to feel, because clothes give us put on that persona. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Exactly. He's undressed in other words. Yes. From his comfort. So, yeah. So, he dies. He sees his funeral. And the no Reaper. I loved Maylin. I really loved Maylin, Oh, my too. gosh. She's hilarious. And honestly, like, when in my head, this whole time I'm envisioning the movie. Oh, yeah. And Easily. And Maylin would be Suki from yeah. Gilmore Girls. Oh, my goodness. Don't you think? I did not imagine that. But that's what a good I, character. That's who I envisioned her as. Melissa McCarthy, I, I you need to play Maylin. That. I kind of had, um, who is the gal on Jumanji, t- Jumanji 2, like the new character. The new character. You know the girl, she's Asian. Yes, like, but I don't know She's names. kind of snarky. Oh, it's Aquafina. Yes. Okay. She's kind of snarky and just a dry yeah. humor. Uh-huh. But big I can heart. see that too. Oh, I can totally see that. Because she is Asian in the book. Right. The, and the so I think that's where I went. And so that's since we have very few yeah. Asian Let's bring celebrities okay. to choose from Sorry, if we're being honest. Melissa McCarthy, I take it from you because we do want to stick to giving But I love that idea. I wish we had Nope. Aquafina needs yeah. to take her. That is anyway. perfect. You're right. Spot That's on. That's who in my brain I envisioned. Yeah. When I would hear her talking. and She's so kind funny. Of, yeah, just like an understated dry. dry you kind of have to funny. catch and listen. I love that she kept coming out like with a knife, like yeah. ready to fight all the time. Right. Like, but what's then going she's on? Like, but Do don't let my muffins burn. <laughs> yes. Right. Like all in the next yes. breath. It was, yeah. She was just kind of all the things. She was really fu- a funny character. Yeah. She, she was, was well written. And I also really loved Nelson. Nelson. Like, the go the grandpa ghost. There's mm-hmm. a grandpa ghost, right? It's yes. Hugo who is the ferryman. I'm jumping all over the place. Okay, so Reaper, Maylin Reaper, that's who comes and gets you and brings you to the tea house. Right, where you're going to cross over. You're going to cross over there, and then the ferryman comes and helps you cross over. Yeah, and he answers your questions, and he gets yeah. you prepared for that. I like the step. idea of a place to go to come to terms Yeah, with what's happened. Like there's a little bit of an easing into this new experience. Before you cross over. I like this idea. The idea that it's at a tea house where you're amongst mortals. I've never imagined that. I know. Like I didn't understand why. Right. Like why did they need to have 
like have this extra job of having a shop. Yeah. Like wouldn't I think it's Can a big job. Can they just job. have a place to help them? Right. But yeah, to keep a an actual tea house going. It was It yeah. was a busy space. Like there was a Lots lot going happening on there. there. Yeah. 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 And like how do you serve both? Like when you have someone like they did have a ghost who needed some attention, right? Yeah. And, he was unhappy and, and you angry, and you had to go and Such work. A, I, yeah. That felt like a lot. I wonder where the idea of, of right. an author came from. Oh, we'll make it a tea shop with mortals coming in and out and baking. Like, they need it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. An interesting, interesting. take on it. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But so, then I like the characters that brought in as well. Like Yes, that's true. You bringing in the health inspector and le- the... What's her name? Desdemona. Desdemona. She's the fortune oh teller. She was a yeah. hoot. I like hated and loved her all at the same time, yeah. right? Because she was so self-absorbed. So and you funny. Can, and just taking advantage of people. And oh, you can yeah. see how that would really irritate a reaper and the, the, and the ferryman. This is their the real dead. job. Exactly. And they can see her for what she is, a fake. Totally. And she's taking advantage of people at their most... And their money. ...sensitive times. Right? Like, like she's taking their money to do seances yeah. and, like, try to communicate with the dead, but yeah. she can't do that. She can't really do and so it. so she's just taking she's their money. She's things up and, yeah, being very manipulative. And it makes me But sad. I love, like, when she's coming in with her people, her the men in black suits, and... Yes. It just adds a... I love that. Yeah, yeah, what it brings to it. Like, I could just, yeah, I could see it Such all happening. Such a fun other element, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So I read something that said that the, under the whispering door was a man called Uva uh-huh. with, what was the book? Did we talk about this? Oh, A Good Place. A Good Place. Like, it was those like, books coming together. Yeah. What do you think? No. No! I Okay, A Man Called Uva endearing so he is a wonderful a grumpy old man but but in a very endearing way you have such empathy for because he's so sad yes and i love his grumpiness as an old man i know and i will say like a man called uva is probably one of my favorite books of all time absolutely even still absolutely and i would as much as i did enjoy this book i would not say it's one of my favorite books he's just mean and awful Seriously, Wallace, Wallace was a butthead. Is nothing compared to Uve. No. Nothing. He didn't do anything yeah. good in his actual life. I know he made... Uve? Uve? Now I'm questioning Uve. myself. I thought yeah. it was Uve. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, they are in no way comparable. Like, definitely there's some heartwarming <laughs> moments, right? Mm-hmm. But I also feel like in A Man Called Uve... Or however we say that. I know it's one of my favorites and I'll never say it right. But um, his is like an overall spirit of like love and good intentions and like kindness to other humans. Yes. Where this one kind of was more like a love story, right? Like mm-hmm. they, Hugo and Wallace, begin to have feelings for each other. Yes. And turning into being a kinder, gentler person because when you love someone, someone it, it softens, softens you. 
right, right, right. Yes. And I don't feel like that was the and, message of a man called Uva. It was just right. we care for those around us. We're keeping a watchful. I, I have a neighbor who needs some attention yes. and care. And everyone has a purpose. Like that family needed a grandpa figure yeah. to help them. And he needed them. Like it was yes. a it was community like, love story. Yes. Right. It wasn't a romantic. Not a romantic love, love story. story. And so I do. Yeah, I do not. No, not yeah. the same. Not the same. So I just was like, don't. You can't jump on piggyback on a man called Uva. Yeah. Kind of made me mad a little. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Nope. That's not what I would say. Okay. Okay. I'm glad we cleared that up. Yep. I disagreed how, with that. How did you feel about? Okay. So I know that we're. I am jumping all over the place. So the idea that the fairy man helps the ghost cross over through the door, which is yeah. at the top floor in the, ceiling, in the ceiling, which was totally unique and different. Yeah. I. Hey, I love that they're they have a hook in their chest yes, that, that keeps tethers them, them grounded. from going through the door. Right? I love this idea. So weird, but totally I'm weird. really liking it. Okay, no, but go I did. on. I like How did too. I feel about And and you're going into the light and no one really knows what happens when you cross over, but everybody as they go is like, Wow, and amazing and they they're talking there about all the amazing things yeah. yes, that they see and hear and feel and do. So you know it's a, it's you assume yeah. It's a very good place to go. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the concept here, right? Like you you die, you go to the tea shop, you get you come to grips with, okay, I'm going to get ready, I'm going to cross, and then you cross. Mm-hmm. Some people can't seem to come to grips and come to terms with where they are, and they don't cross, they mm-hmm. run away right. and become husks. Husks. How did you feel about the concept of a husk? You basically lose your humanity, right? Like you Mm -hmm. lose everything that makes you an intellectual being. Uh I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. And are like an angry husk (laughs) of yourself. I think the way you just explained it was way better than my understanding in the book. I it's not a great understanding. I had to kind of think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Sci-fi not my thing. And although this isn't too out there it's not super out there Mm -hmm. i think my brain shuts off when it starts describing things and so i was like oh i don't really understand what a husk is but let's just keep going on so um i the idea of the door i don't see that i would stay in the tea shop very off very long i would want to go i think i'd want to go because of Okay, I can't go back to Earth. Mm-mm. I think I maybe I would be more accepting of that I wouldn't be able to go back. But the people that are on the other side, it seems like a calm, peaceful place. From and I, I didn't understand why some people didn't want to go. It did seem back. like all the people that went Just to this go. particular tea shop, right? Like there's yeah. more crossing Crossings. places this isn't the only like around one. the world. And this is just one of them. And it did seem like the people that came to this crossing place were especially angry a little more unaccepting of yes the transition and want, like desperate to get back to their lives which i can constantly question throughout like every time someone comes, i'm like like we are all as alive people aware that death it death will come is inevitable right like yeah people die i am unaware of anyone who has died and come back to life like with yeah. with exception to like within moments of within death. moments like you've actually gone through and I think that's the difference. These people saw their fun- they've gone through 
Like, it's days now past days. your death. Right. You're How in not your brain coming back at do this you point. think, like, that's a possibility? Right. Like, Once, why are you, how would you hold on to that idea? Like, yeah. let's say, let's just say that by some weird chance, you were able to go back and be alive. Like, wouldn't the people in your life be, this is insane and think you were crazy? We like, buried it's not you. going this to isn't... be like this normal oh just step right back in you're a zombie it's done you come back at that point yeah yes it's done there's no coming back right yeah so that was kind of like to me i'm like why are we wasting so much energy on trying to go back yeah that that's just a very unsettled soul unsettled with life unsettled with or scared of what's after or what's to come um yeah, I yeah. couldn't quite, like, understand that choice. Yeah. Like, I wanted to understand better why someone would continually try right. to go back. Like, even, like, Wallace, for a really long time, like, he didn't want to cross. He was still working on ways yeah. that he could go back to his life. And I'm like... Yeah, why? Well, and how? You can't... How your would you partners go back? Your yeah. your in your law firm have moved on. Everything They've all is had done. your funeral. Like, I understand... This is kind of how I looked at it. Once the Reaper comes... There's no coming back from, like, the doctors are done working on you. There's no bringing you back at this point. The Reaper has come to get you. And so I feel like these people are people who did not live a good life. Yeah. Maybe. They didn't live. I mean, one was murdered, and we don't know if he was, like, a good person before his murder. Murder. Because maybe, because the murder itself made him so angry Angry. and i and i would say understanding of that you were unexpectedly taken taken in an awful traumatic way oh i just can't and he talks about because he was stabbed and so it was a slower death where he was calling for help and And people were walking by and they didn't either hear him or choose so there's a lot of trauma with that and i can kind of see like him that anger yeah and i can see him wanting to get like revenge mm-hmm. on the person and maybe haunt them or hurt them in some way, but not go back to life. You can't right. do that. No, exactly. So to me, that was... But maybe that was the goal was to haunt and revenge. And as a yeah. husk, you can do that. I think there is a level that you could. So... And like Cameron is one of the ghosts that came but before But that seems Wallace. really tiring. Like, I want to go really to the restful tiring. place and be done feeling so angry. I don't want to feel angry anymore. And I think that's where it but, came to yeah. Cameron, right? Like, yeah. Cameron Cameron Law was a husk. And he um, wanted... He was very sad. Yeah. You didn't really know why, but he was very angry and sad. You know he committed suicide. Yes. And... Went and in his sadness after his death, ran away and became a husk. And there, Hugo is told by the manager. Uh-huh. Talk, okay, we haven't really talked about the manager. No. He is kind of the overseer, overseer of, of death. all this. Like he hires the reapers, mm-hmm. right? Trains hires them. and trains the ferrymen. Yep, and he kind of comes in and checks on them occasionally. And he's told Hugo, who is the ferryman here. That the husks are unsavable. Like, once they're gone, like, there's nothing left of them. There's nothing left. It's just a husk. It's just, you know, what it sounds like. And so Hugo's never given much thought to that. Well, Wallace has an experience with the husk where he's able to see and feel the experiences of this husk's life. Yes. And feel the emotions Uh that they're feeling and understands that there is still 
a person in there. Inside of there. Yeah. And maybe there's something they can do to help them them. cross right through the door. Which is a very sweet thought. Yeah. And I think the redeeming lesson for Wallace is that I can help others. Who are, yeah. he was not so good in real life. Yeah. And that would be my only complaint. Like, I appreciated that he had a change of heart and tried to you know, rectify some, the, the maybe major pains that he caused or most recent pains at the end of his life. Right. Um, but ultimately I still never really did make a connection of like, what caused that change of heart for Wallace? Yes. Right. Like it just all of a sudden was there. Yeah. All of a sudden he was kinder. All of a sudden, you know, I was kind of a jerk. Yeah. Like what made you see that? What what was the event? Just dying? Right. Watching your own funeral and that no one showed up. But but even that didn't seem. Yeah. He just was like, it didn't even occur to him that that was a problem. You know, it's like he, he recognized that there wasn't anybody there. Yeah. And like, where is everyone? But even that didn't seem to be like a dagger for him. Right. Right. It was just a, wait, what? They're not where singing are they? my praises? Yeah. Like, they should be here. Yeah. Like, he was kind of still yeah. kind of indignant about it. Right. I agree. Cause and effect there. And... The other thing that didn't settle well with me is he he, he then realizes what an awful person he was in life, but he didn't go back and like there wasn't the opportunity. Yes, at the end, he sends the message to hire back that original lady, the first scene of the book, but it's. And he does have to go call his ex-wife, right? Yes. And tries to like. Um, ease some of the pain in that relationship. Right. But it was almost, yeah, I don't know. It was surface. Yes. It wasn't anything like he was really awful to people. And that was only two people. Right. If those two people deserved an apology, there's a lot of work of other people in his life that do too, which could probably be a whole nother book series. Totally. And it's like, (laughs) if he can't, if you can't go back and continually, try to find ways from across the grave, right? To yeah. heal or to apologize or to make it right. Like, cause you probably couldn't go back and do that. Right. Like how, then how are we making things better moving forward? Yes. Like, are you helping someone or, you know, are you like the one who goes and says, Oh, now I see that that person is living the life I was living. How can I influence them to change now right. while they're alive? Yeah. You know, there was none of that in the book. There was none right. of that idea. Right. But it was like, what are you doing in the alive world to make people's lives better and exper- right. experiences better? I don't know. I felt like there, there was kind of a missed there. element there that they yeah. could have yeah. addressed or figured out. I mean, I know he's helping husks. Right. right. At the end of which the day, they find yeah. a way to help these husks yeah. be able to be saved and come through the door, which is huge. That's a big deal. That They've just been, big. yeah, they until then have been wandering around in the wilderness. Literally zombies. Like, yeah. And yeah. I, I can't imagine how many of them there are. It sounds like there was a lot because everyone that came to this tea shop was certainly right. unhappy and angry. Yeah. You know, so, so anyway, they can help I them found along that very interesting. They're not just lost, which is great. Mm-hmm. I think that is a redeeming thing, too. Yes. Um, but it was also self, like, helping. What's the yeah. word I'm looking for? It was in his own self-interest to do that because he could stay with Hugo. That's 
Yeah. It wasn't like fully sacrificial. It wasn't like he's like Did he do it though knowing he could stay? I think that's he had true. decided he, didn't know. he was going to It gonna, was kind of a gift. Yeah, he he was given 7 days. Yes. And he did that and then it came and he about was willing that, to give himself. Yeah. For And when he's like you need to let go and he was going to float, it wasn't to go through the door. No. He would have just floated yeah. away into nothingness. So he right. was willing to sacrifice his life with Hugo, his opportunity for this yeah. wonderful experience through the door. Through the door. To, to allow these husks husk. to be saved. Yeah. And I love that that's what tied in having the dog with the leash. They leashed him so that he wouldn't fly away. Yeah. Which is so interesting because if you could just use a leash, why did you need the hook? <laughs> yeah, because the hook sounded harsh. Right? Like, you could just tie them to you. Yeah. But you got this hook that grew out of your chest. I guess they could, but like, the go do- into different rooms, right? Yeah. Like, you just, it could kind of lengthen or tighten yeah yeah to their needs it's you didn't have to think about it right it was just there right yeah but i even liked when like it explained that some they were sitting at a table and someone held him down yes like that there was that connection i kind of liked that too just yeah and when he did let go and he was floating away like nelson grabbing his foot like we Mm -hmm. don't there they had formed these people had formed such a bond yeah you know even when at the beginning they didn't love Wallace, he was a jerk. Mm-hmm. And the change of hearts for everyone, right? And and how they their eyes were open to Wallace, but also Wallace was able to open their eyes to their own situation and yeah. their job they were doing in ways that they could maybe use their gifts to help people in the real world. I loved that. Yes. Right? Like, yes. you've got this mother here. Let's talk about Leah. Leah was uh, a young girl who died and was a ghost and was brought there to yeah. pass through the door. And she had died from a sickness and illness. An illness. Yeah. And all she would do all night was cry for her mother. She just missed her mom, which was so... Of course. It's awful. Heart-wrenching. Like, you think about this tea shop and these souls that are coming there... And getting ready to pass over. And it's one thing to think about adults coming to terms. Think about a child and how scary. And they're not in a tea shop by themselves ever. Yeah. Like, this is bizarre. Yeah. And they they would just want their mom. Yeah. And so she cried. And her mom must have some. Some kind of a connection still with her. Yeah. And I don't even think just with her, right? Like you find out that she can kind of feel and hear the other side. Which was kind of like um, Mei Lin. She had a connection with. And yes. that's what and ultimately brought her to this job that she had. To be a reaper. Yes. Uh, yeah. So mom was similar. Yeah. And so she could hear her daughter calling and it brought her to the tea shop. Yeah. There was some sort of a t- connection there. And so and there's this horrific experience where Leah is thrown through the door because it was too traumatic or dramatic or something. Yeah. I don't know. So the Reaper just forced her not, against her will. Not Mei Lin. Can no, we a just different Reaper. be clear about that? An yeah. old and different Reaper. Mei Lin replaced this, this Reaper. awful person. He yeah. was awful. So the, the whole thing with Reapers, you're not supposed to force. It's ha- got to be their choice. choice. Mm-hmm. And he traumatically... Dragged her, dragged her, kicking and and screaming, and forced her through the door. How awful for this little girl! Yeah, just hurt so so horrific. And and how this mother moves there and keeps coming back to the tea shop looking for her daughter, and they never talk to her about it. And I kind of thought, like, 
what harm would that do to say to her, like, she passed through here on her yeah, way. Just let You're her right. Know. She was here and give her that peace of she's mind. She's okay. She's moved on. Like, yeah. I don't know how that could have done this mother any harm. Right. Like, why aren't we doing good? Why don't we say, you know what? I believe the idea that she's here and she's okay here. Yeah. It's okay. Like, yeah. Just start having some conversations. What if you allowed them to, like, before they shoved her through the door, let the mother or the daughter speak her love? Like, yeah, I love you. I love you. I I miss you. Or, you know, thank you. Or whatever. If you're there to help them come to terms, there should have been some more help There needs to be some reconciliation between the death and the, and the alive. Yeah. yeah. And I know it was not normal that somebody came, a living person yeah. came because of that connection. But like so. you think about Wallace at the end when he finally does make things right, that was like unusual. Yeah. For them to do that. Why can't you? Right. Why can't you do that with each person? Like what are things that are going to help you feel at peace with your life? Right. You, need, you want me to make a phone call? I'll make a phone make call. A, yeah. Let you need me this help to you happen to things. like rectify yeah. some of the things that are yeah. haunting you now. Let's do that. Like that. I feel like that is such an easy thought. That like would be, I can make a phone call. How is that disturbing you anything in yeah. the alive world? Yeah. Yep. To do what they did. Exactly. I wish they would do that more. Yeah. Like who wouldn't want to receive a call like the ex-wife did. Yeah. And it wasn't like it was like he's talked to, he's dead and he told me you wanted me to tell you no they totally oh. came up with a normal way to be like he I know he would want you to know right he told we me had conversations and I just felt like I should let you know the things that we yeah. had talked about and the ex-wife says don't call me again but, but th- yeah walked away with some healing with some healing there yeah absolutely yes all the things I would want I agree I agree in death um I'm looking at the cover right now. And there's like a, is that the dog or is that a deer? The shadow behind the house. The stag. The stag? Yeah. Oh, that's the, that's the manager. The manager is in that form until he gets to the doorstep. He turns into a little boy. Okay. So even at the end, I don't know if you remember this, but he, when he leaves, after he makes all the changes and Mm -hmm. allows Wallace to be alive and stay with Hugo, and he's leaving the tea shop. Yeah. He, they talk about how they hear him walk out the front door and then they hear the galloping steps. I, I totally missed that part. So I'm looking at the cover like, what did I miss? (laughs) Or did they just, okay, is the manager. And he turns into a little boy when he enters the shop. Into the shop. I missed that part. I got the little boy. So he doesn't walk around the world as a little boy. He He is is a stag. stag. Yeah. Hmm. He's a shapeshifter. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. he is the manager of death. Manager of death. Could probably be whatever he wanted. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Off subject there. That's okay. I just thought, and I love the idea that the dog loved his person so much that he couldn't cross that over. That he couldn't cross over. I loved that. I know. And that he wasn't necessarily like the smartest, most obedient dog in life, but yeah. that his love still tied him there. I thought that was sweet. Yeah, I agree. It was very sweet. Such a fun, like so many, I mean, there's yeah. so many things here in this book, and I know that we're barely touching on things. Yeah. But I liked it. What did you give it? I gave it three stars. 
Awesome. I gave it four stars. I was very entertained. Yeah, I was entertained. I thought it was Lots great. Lots of things to think about. Um, I do think this is one that young adult, like uh, I think a high schooler, could read this and really like it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I do think like it's one of those where all the all the little gripey things that I'm mentioning are really just like yeah. the way I would tell a story. It's, you know, everyone Absolutely. can take a story a thousand different ways and you know, this book went this way and I, I still liked, you know, I yeah. thought it was well written. It's a fun story. It's a fun it made story. me think about a lot of different things. Yeah. Creative, yeah. a different idea. I do mm-hmm. think I came into it, you know, with the comparison of A Christmas Carol. Ah, uh, different from Christmas Carol. It is yeah. different. And so but I think. But it sounds like that in the synopsis. Yes. But it's really not. It's not. And so mm-hmm. I do think I was like, wait, I want him to go back and fix these things in his life. Or maybe even come back at the end, like in A Christmas Carol. And like so it was just a I dream. think that yeah. gave me mm-hmm. some. Different expectations. Expectations and. Um, but it's not. But I get why they compared it to that. Definitely. But very different take on A Christmas Carol. But I liked it. it was yeah, it was good. Just a, definitely yeah. a thinker of what happens after we die. Yes. Right? I, which is great. I, I think it's very super interesting. Super fun idea to go to a tea shop and yeah. meet some get characters. Get ready to cross. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, I liked very it. fun. And good I'm looking one. forward to next month. Yeah, me too. Get reading. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook, and you should see today, go and check our Instagram. We're going to have our vote going for favorite book club pick of the year. Yes, please go vote, and um, we will be announcing that on the 1st, January 1st, so that go in and vote, and we'll let you know. I know, we're excited. I'm excited for this. Yeah, share with your friends, rate, subscribe. Thanks for being a part of our year. Absolutely. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your your book book club. club.